Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to Insane in the Membrane. Hello again, and before we get into it, just want to say, over on Insane in the Fembrane, we have a plus-size model, Felicity Haywood, and it's a really great chat. Bigger women were not used in fashion editorials. At that time, I was working a lesbian speed dating night at the Retro Bar. Right, okay. And I got an email from someone saying, like, is anyone representing you? Like, would you like to be represented as a model? And I just, I burst out laughing. I thought someone was punking me. It then turns right. out, the person that emailed me was the ginger one from the Sugar Babes who was currently working at a model agency at the time. It's all a bit peculiar. Oh, that's mad. <laughs> so weird. And um, yeah, I got that's signed. incredible. And became, you know, the UK's first plus-size model of, of my age. So that's Felicity Hayward over on Insane in the Fembrane right now. Okay, let's get into it. Welcome again to another edition of Insane in the Membrane. I love doing these. I've got to be honest, I love doing this podcast. I love doing Membrane. I love doing Fembrane. Uh, I just want to say thank you to all of our lovely Patreons as well for continuing to do that. That's very kind of you. Um, I, I, I know I say this all the time. I've, not, I've got to do some more stuff to it. There are There's going to be some things some changes I'm going to make so that people get gifts and things and that and uh, there's more stuff for our wonderful Patreons. I've just been going through it a little bit. There's a, there's a there's got some personal stuff going on that I've had to deal with and and and, and we'll get through it. We'll be fine, but it's it's just dominating things a little bit at the minute. But I will pull my finger out and I will get to you, my wonderful patrons. Thank you. And David Harris, thank you mate. I saw your message. Thank you very much for your mug. I know I wasn't sure. I remember cuz I, I thought it was you. But then I kind of, I, spotted, I sort of talk, I talked myself out of it. You know, when you, you, you go to say something and then you go, is it that name? Like your own brain gets in your own way. So thank you, David Harris. That mug is excellent. Thank you so much. Thank you to everybody that, that listens. You're all wonderful. Thank you for the messages and, the, and everything. It really means a lot to know that you're out there listening. It, you know, I've always, you know, you wouldn't be put, no point doing it if no one was listening to it. But um, it really means a lot. And you know we had, we had Stuart Wolfen done on last week from um, uh, Dead Man's Shoes and the Virtues, and what a chat that was! I mean, the guy is incredible. I just, I just, you know, when you meet someone that's just so positive and just their energy is just next level. And what a guy! What a guy! Everybody that's on, actually, it, all the guests we have, I've been very lucky. And like I've said before, I learn something from every guest. You know, this is why I do this: is to not only 
not only you know have you know give you wonderful people to listen to, but also I learn things from from everyone that's on. You know, Dr. Shaham Das that was on the other week. You know, I didn't I don't know anything about criminal psychiatry, but there he was, and what a what a dude he is as well. What a, what an amazing man. So thank you. I, I'm I'm wittering on. I do love doing this podcast. I love that you lot love it too. Thank you so much. Um, my guest this week is I'm gonna I'm gonna say this is one of my favourite comedians. Um, uh, in Edinburgh, in the Edinburgh Festival would have been not last year, year before. Um, his show was on just before mine in a different venue, but I was walking to my I'd walked to my gig to my show and and his was on the way so I'd always drop in and I'd go and see his show Hail, Hail Mary now I believe Hail Mary is on YouTube so once you've listened to this uh, get yourself a cup of tea or whatever you want a beer or some wine or whatever you want to do and then go and watch Sean McLaughlin's show Hail Mary on YouTube it's an it's a, it's a phenomenal show I must have watched it I don't know eight nine ten times I used to go in just before I was on my way to my gig. I'd get amped up by listening to him and grabbing a bit of his energy. Because before before Edinburgh, we'd done an Edinburgh preview together, and he was on first. I was on on after him with my show, and I had the best Edinburgh preview I've ever had because of him. It really fired me up. I was like, oh my god, I really want to. Oh god, it was, it was. I've never known an energy like it, and and so I kind of was sort of harvesting that when I was in the actual Edinburgh festival. Uh, so thanks to Sean for that. But um, yeah, check out that show, Hail Mary, on YouTube. It's really worth your time. And he messaged, I'd, I'd said to him before, I'd, I would have loved to him, him to come on, and we didn't do anything about it. And then he messaged me a little while ago and just said, look, I'm a big fan. I really like it. And it wasn't, it wasn't about him coming on. It was just like, look, it's, I really love the show. Um, I just want to say nice one. And I'm like, look, while I've got you, come on the show. Come and do this. And, and I think you'd be great. And you know what? He was. I absolutely adore this man, and I know that you will as well after listening to him. So coming up in just a sec, Sean McLaughlin. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Yeah, you, you sound great. You sound all right. How are you? Do I? Oh, yeah, you sound great. Well, do you know what? Um, I was 
I am okay in general. I've been very tired today because I had a long drive back from Bristol last night. Oh wow! Um, what were you doing in Bristol? I was doing a gig. Nice. Um, and you just, I just forgot how exhausting <laughs> doing comedy can be. But uh, about 20 minutes ago, I just found out a friend of mine has had a baby today. So that's, oh, I'm man. in that nice afterglow of uh, of feeling good when you get good news. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, oh, yeah. mate. Uh, there's a load of babies happening at the minute. It yeah, seems. too many. Too <laughs> many for my liking. A bit too many. It's, <laughs> it's, the best thing about it is, and, and no disrespect to my own sons, uh, other people's you go yeah that's fine yeah I'm so proud of you well done I'm so pleased uh, and then you can just go and you haven't got to worry about it <laughs> <laughs> but that's no, I mean no disrespect to my own sons you were you were perfect lads um, <laughs> so I think it's it's hard because I don't know what to buy as gifts I think for an adult you can just you can just buy them a pint or <laughs> yeah like for, what do you what do you get a baby I don't know <laughs> a pint just get it a pint and go look you'll you'll grow into this <laughs> put it in the fridge take it out in 16 years <laughs> oh man that's pints to lay down isn't it lay, oh, oh Rich can't hear me sorry yeah I can yeah I can oh, yeah pints to lay down pints like, to lay down like laying down a, a bottle of wine what uh, what is that? What is that? It's, it's where you buy a bottle of wine for you know, or a, a whiskey or whatever for a, a child, and then just lay it down in the cellar for um, twenty years or something, and then uh, oh yeah, absolutely disgusting. Or, <laughs> or That'd be all right with uh, with whiskey, but you want to do it with Cronenberg? <laughs> yeah, a pint of Amstel in the cellar. Trust me, nothing can go wrong. There was somebody on the news last week who'd um, laid down. His dad had laid down a bottle of whiskey for him every year since he was one, and then he's just sold the whole collection and put down deposit on a house. God, I saw that. I saw that. Must be reasonable whiskey. But I'm recording everything, so um, can you all hear each other well? Um, Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm I'm fine. Brilliant. I'll leave you to it. It sounds wonderful. Yeah, that's what you want. (laughs) Yeah, a bottle of vodka, a bottle of whiskey would be fine. But (laughs) yeah, yeah. Isn't it funny that we that we do that? That we celebrate, we celebrate the birth with something that is poison, really. (laughs) <laughs> essentially <laughs> well done to the world we're all fucked join in <laughs> it is that yeah i wish uh to be honest that story about that guy with the yeah getting whiskey every year i wish my parents had been more proactive with that i wish they'd just been a little bit more alcoholic <laughs> just that one step more and then maybe i could have uh, reaped the benefits now i well my mum and dad yeah my mum and dad were the same they kind of they were social drinkers so they'd go out and get pissed but there wasn't any booze in the house so much, and maybe at Christmas, but even then, not not massive amounts. I do remember finding a tiny bottle of Jack Daniels that someone had obviously given somebody, and I that was the I pinched it and got hammered up the park, and that's why I can't drink whiskey or anything connected with that now. Yeah, yeah, that's my drink. Have you got a drink like that? Um, for me, it was it's cider. It's uh, cider oh. in all forms because that's when I was fifteen and going to the beach and getting pissed with all my friends for the first time. It was always like white lightning. And oh, yeah. Stuff like that. You know, the kind of the two pound for 50 litre bottles. That <laughs> I don't think you can get them anymore. Not Maybe you have to go on the dark web or something. <laughs> but it was, I, I just associate even the smell of it with just chucking up and yeah, and then <laughs> chucking up and not, not not knowing what to do with my life. <laughs> I know you just think, is this it? I'm 15 and it's all come crashing down already. 
Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm one of those guys. I got into Radiohead too young. And I think <laughs> like there should be an eight. Like it should be like you have to be 18 or older because it will just make you really depressed <laughs> as a teenager. You should be excited when you're a teenager. But. Well, I was. Yeah, I was too immature. I was aware of the Smiths and things like that. So, so those those bands were around because of my dad. Um, yeah. But and I kind of was like, hey, I like that song. That's all right. But I was, I was like an '80s like pop kid, so I was listening to Level Forty Two and Go West and Luther Vandross and stuff. So that I kind of put the put the dark darkness and the melancholy off for a few years. I think that's healthy. I think yeah. that's um. I think that shows you're very. Uh... You seem like a fun-loving guy. <laughs> Whereas I, th- I think I'm. I think pe- people, people don't realise that I love a good time. I think you, uh, yeah, you. I think yeah. Well, if they see you, if they just base you on what they see on stage, um, yeah, yeah, or, yeah, or even just in a shop. I think I, <laughs> I am you. tall and I'm thin and I dress in black. I think, <laughs> I think a lot of people sometimes don't think I'm real. They just think I'm. Oh like God, the, the death has come for me. I better escape. <laughs> you like the Johnny Cash of comedy, just the man in black. Yeah, I'd love that. I'd love that. I clean up on the prison circuit. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> but um, so you did your gig in Bristol. How did that go? Was it good? Was it good man, to get, I back, get back out? I loved it. I loved yeah. it. It's been. Um, I've been really lucky. I mean, I don't know when this goes out, but I've been. Uh, I've been doing a bit recently, and it's sort of after not having stand up for so long. Yeah, it's nice to know that it wasn't all a dream. <laughs> you know, the whole career <laughs> it was real, and I, I had that moment. I, I was driving back last night, and it was. Uh, it was one of those late night drives where there's just no one on the road apart from comedians and truckers <laughs> and uh i was like i was really full of adrenaline the gig was really fun it was probably the most fun i've had since since it's all been back brilliant and i was drinking a coffee and i was listening to the war on drugs <laughs> uh, like really loud the band yeah and i just felt like that I'm, it was it was one of those great it was, i don't know why i felt like oh i'm back here i am yeah <laughs> is, I, I totally yeah. get it man it's the yeah, I've said this before on here uh, over the last couple of weeks. I was all sort of strangely zen when it all went away. I was like, all right, well, there's nothing I can do about it. We're all in it together, blah, blah, blah. And then my first gig back, I remember just standing there going, oh, how the fuck does this go? What yeah. do I do? And it took me a few to get back into it. But then it, again, like you, I was driving back from somewhere and I had Andy Votel on, just loud. The uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, something uh, Ten Fingers, whatever it's called. But it's such a great album, and it was loud. And I had a coffee, and I just remember driving down the A1 or whatever it was. And I'm like, yeah, this, this now, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm so glad I don't, because I felt quite lame admitting that to you. Like, <laughs> but I, I don't know what it was. Something about the gig last night, like everything. I think the I think the drive back, the drives back. It's one of those things that I didn't think I'd miss the travel yes. about stand-up, but I, I think I really do. I, f- I said this to my wife early into the lockdown. I said, I'm having trouble sleeping in the same bed every night for <laughs> months because I've just I can't remember the last time I've ever had that. Probably not since I was well, not since I was a student, I suppose. It is funny, isn't it? I remember when I used to do a lot of jonglers gigs, and so you're in a different hotel every weekend. Mm. And I remember at one point. I really did take it for granted. I remember just I've been sat on a hotel bed in like a premier and whatever it was. I'm like, oh, another room. <laughs> and then after a lot, then I'm like, oh god, I miss those days. Yeah, God, I know. I, I, it is bad what you 
You go, God, I'm just so sick of these lovely made beds that, are, <laughs> that someone has professionally cleaned for me. I know. Um, I miss a, I do miss, I'm going to miss a premiere in uh, Buffet. I'll tell you that much. I know. Oh, God. What a, they're the best. I'm sorry. But I know, you know, I've, I've eaten in some of the best restaurants in the world, but premiere in Buffet, mate. And now it's gone away because some mad idiot had a bat in his I buffet. Know. <laughs> you fucking idiot. There were hash browns right there. <laughs> no one goes for that. You went off menu, mate. That's what you did. Stick to the script, mate. These guys are on minimum wage. They can't make you a good bat. <laughs> no disrespect to the chefs, of course. No, no disrespect to the chefs. But my parents told me, they go, look, don't ask for a bat unless it's... Unless, the, unless you know the chef knows what they're doing. It's like the blowfish in The Simpsons. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, man. But how, how, are, you, how are you in yourself? Are you, it's up and down, isn't it? It's up and down. Yeah, really up and down. Uh, I feel, I mean, I feel so lucky with how it's fallen for me and the fact that I've got, um, you know, I've, I've had my, my wife with me and uh, I... Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are getting pummeled mm, uh, yeah. with this. Um, and I do think comedians, you know, we've lost a lot, but I think we there is a bit of perspective uh, needed. There's always people who are worse off than you. Absolutely. So I, 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 yeah. I feel so lucky, but uh, it, I, I guess it's, uh, yeah. I mean, it's. I, I think everyone's in the same boat. No one knows what the fuck to think. No one knows what the next week's going to bring, let alone what the next six months is going to bring. Yeah. And uh, I feel lucky that I was in a position where I'd already had a good run as a, <laughs> as a person and as a comedian. And so uh, I, I, I sort of, like you, I think I'd, I'd sort of made my peace with the fact that it was gone and, you know, I was trying to figure out what else to do. Yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. And it is, yeah, you, I see the stories. I see other people. I saw someone yesterday, uh, Maureen Younger was talking about the problems she's been having with her flat and and how you know landlords are being absolute assholes in this so like, you know because everybody yeah. still needs to be surviving so it, it it's, people start go you know they can't stop not lashing out but they kind of go well I need to survive so I need to get all the money I can to get it to come in and and so yeah yes yeah, everybody's sort of yeah everybody's sort of going in different directions and like you say no one really knows what we can't make plans. That's the weird thing. Can't make plans because it changes. No, no, no. Mm -hmm. It's that it's been that. That's the bit I find it hard. It's like I don't really know what I've got to look forward to, mm. and so you have to, in a way, take it you know, day to day or week to week. And I mean, there's no. It feels like it's like a lose lose. Whatever we do as a society, and I, it's funny. I had a chat this morning with someone from a university who was contacting me about doing some potentially online gigs for some of the students who have been basically self-isolating in their halls of residence, yeah, these right. freshers. And it's like, a, it's such a, it's such a nightmare scenario because it doesn't feel like there's any way to win. No. <laughs> like, I feel like the kids go back to school and the students go to uni. It's like this, it is like a lose-lose. The disease will spread, but you can't just write off a generation's education. No, this is it. And yeah, I, I do feel like it's one of the things I, I feel as much as I disagree with a lot of how it's been handled in this country. I, I do feel 
somewhat relieved that I'm not in a position to make actual decisions. Oh, God, <laughs> can you imagine? Like, I, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, everything is scrutinised. You're not going to make everybody happy. And then it just, all I see is, is everyone fighting with each other. It's all, you know, people, people, you've got, you've got pop stars and rock stars saying, oh, your masks are bullshit. And then you've got wow. other people going, no, 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 you've, we, we have to wear masks and you shouldn't be saying that. And then you're like, all you can do is kind of do what you feel is right. And I feel that a mask, at least it's something, you know, it's, I'm doing something. Rather than just walking around arrogantly going, yeah, fuck you, I don't give a shit. It's, well, it's, you know. At the least, you'd, you'd hope that it's like a... Even if you don't believe in its benefits, it is a... At least it's a level of respect for your yeah. fellow citizens. Yeah, exactly. like, On that level, yes. But like you go like, other people will be freaked. It's the same reason I don't... I don't walk in there with into co-op with my penis out. <laughs> Not because I'm like, what, is this going to hurt you? My penis could do no damage, but I have enough respect for my fellow man. Like, if this makes them more comfortable. I mean, I probably could have chosen a better analogy there. It's, no, it's I, not, think it's not like, it. I think you've it's nailed not like it. I, it's not like I live every day fighting the urge. <laughs> and marching on Trafalgar Square with my fellow man and with right said Fred about the chance to get my cock out. <laughs> but so. yeah, I think because you, but you, I think we are always fighting that uh, as men. We are fighting the urge to get our cocks out. Masks off, cocks out. Have I misread, have I misread this podcast? <laughs> that's why I got you on here. I thought, now there's a man that's going to get behind my new... <laughs> <laughs> Masks on, cocks out. Oh, that's going to be yeah. a great T-shirt with your face, thumbs up. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I stand by it. And uh, yeah, me and Lawrence Fox, we can start our... We can, st- we can, we can have our own podcast. <laughs> Speaking of podcasts, you have you you have your own podcast. The uh, you uh, I can't remember what it's called the, the Reading the Bible. Yeah, Sean yeah. and Elliot read the Bible. That's it's almost it. done though. We haven't done it in a while, and it's almost uh, we've almost finished the Bible. Oh really? Uh, yeah. I was because I I because I I'm gonna right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this now. You're one of my favourite comedians. So I'm a, I'm a big been a big fan of yours for for a while. And so, you know, as when you become a fan, you look into what else that person's doing. And so you go, oh, that's cool. That's interesting. And then you start listening to the stuff. And what struck me about the that your podcast, because I thought it was going to be taking the piss, but it's mm. actually, you're actually, you, it's, so you're, you, you're a religious man um, in some respect. I'm, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm definitely, uh, I, I was raised very Catholic and I have, uh, I've kept my options open. Yes. Well, I'm I've the same. My, yeah, I've kept my options open. But I think also with the Bible, it's, I don't, I don't read it or think it's good because I think it all happened. No. Because I think it almost certainly didn't. But I do think that, I, I genuinely think it's a really cool and interesting book and I, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I put you on the spot That's now. Like, it wasn't. No, no, no. Yeah, you haven't. I. It's. It's not something I. Uh, I, don't, I don't really think about it that often. I mean, that's the truth. Is I don't think about it that often. But no. I'm definitely more. I'm not in the hardcore atheist band of uh, comedian. No. Well, I'm. The, this is the thing because, like you say, the the the, the Bible is a very interesting book, and there's some there's some great things in there that, regardless of of the religious stuff behind it. They're just, they're just great ways to, sort of, you know, tools to, a manual to live your life. It's like, yeah, don't be a, don't be a dick. 
you know, that's... I think that's the you know, core of it. Yeah, it? yeah. Tr- don't be a dick. Um, a lot of the people who seem to love the book don't get that. No. no. <laughs> They've taken a very different interpretation. <laughs> they see it as more but, of a um, Haynes manual to the... You know, it's yeah. This is all verbatim. This is exactly how it happens. It's exactly yeah, yeah. everything. You go, no, 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 no. You got to look between the lines. There's these are these are, these yeah. are there's nuances. There's grey area. And there's this and that. And it's up to your interpretation of certain things. And I'm the same. I wasn't. We were. You know, we were brought up to believe in God. We weren't necessarily. We weren't Catholic or Protestant or wherever we were. Hmm. We were just brought up that there was a God. And so he, I find myself even now. I'm. He, I think about it and I'm like. Well, it doesn't make sense. Like, where would he be? What is he? What is, or him or her, whatever it is. But then, yeah. but then I'll find myself in the car going, listen, I don't know if you're out there, but if you just make this work, I will, I will believe in you forever. You know, you find stuff. Yeah, yeah. You just yeah. get me out well, of this, think... just get me out of this shit. And listen, we'll, we'll talk, we'll talk contracts. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> what, <laughs> what have you done? Get me out of this shit, God. Yeah. Look, I've got a shovel. I'm I've got a <laughs> I've got a shovel, I've got bleach, and I will sign it in blood. <laughs> and then you arrive. I thought you would... No, oh, okay. <laughs> I think it's... Um, I guess it's... The, the thing is with it is I, I don't really... I, I don't even know what you... I guess you call it God because it's like... A, that's the simplest way of putting it. But it's almost like there are things that just drive life and are so important in humanity that you just can't ever put your finger on, like like fate and luck and mm. nature and yeah, there's coincidence and it's, I guess, I guess it's all of that. It's not just, a, there's literally one bloke who decides it all. Like it's the Sims, <laughs> but it could, ju- <laughs> yeah. it, it could just be that, you know, I guess it's a level of, I don't know. I mean, I really don't know. Uh, no, I don't even really know what I feel day to day. You were that, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, it, I guess it's like there's a there's a humility that has to that I think is built into being religious, which is you're not going to be able to control everything, which I, I think is quite a healthy attitude, no matter what else you then believe on top of it. Um, yeah, I get that. It's that I, there are yeah, it's the leap of faith bit. They kind of go, well, just, you know, you just got to believe. And you go, oh, I don't, yeah. I've seen the videos of the trust exercises that go badly wrong when the person falls the wrong way. And, you know, that would be me. I would lean back and everyone's in front of me. And so, (laughs) you know, yeah, Yeah. I, I, yeah, I just, I think, well, then I see things and I'm like, why why does that exist? How is that like, like octopus? I'm like, what? How that you know? It, it knows that's under a jar from the inside. So like, how does it know what a jar is? Yeah, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it just yeah. blows my mind. I mean, that should have been, as far as I was concerned, page one, chapter one of the Bible was <laughs> octopuses open jars. Now that I've got your attention, <laughs> I, do you know what? More people would be into it if there are a few more things like that. Yeah, I, I it's. It's an odd one, really. I went to church every week when I was a kid. I was sort of brought... My mum sang in the choir. She still does. The yeah, the priest would come round the house sometimes. He was a really good man. And it, yeah, I didn't ever know what I believed. And I genuinely don't think... I would like to think my beliefs aren't... Would never be... Uh, 
viewed as uh, ridiculous mm. because it's more just it's more just sort of a vague faith in or hope in or, or belief in, in this stuff that we can't understand. Uh but definitely yeah. going going to going to mass. I think as a kid, it really uh, it obviously had a huge impact on me. Well, it's huge, I don't, right? I, yeah. and I don't even know if it's like a good thing. <laughs> I don't even know if, but it we it because it, it's, it's sort p- of almost especially the Catholic Church is built to to make you kind of fall on your knees and and accept that there's something bigger that that's going on. Yeah, um, but it's all but it's all the I think the. The idea of religion is a great thing. Like we've said, it's more about benefiting your life. There's a, it's a, it's a, it's a way of living your life where you're decent to your fellow man. But obviously, human beings have corrupted that, and now they manipulate things in order to, for you to give them money and and keep you in your place. It feels, and that's the bit. That's where it all starts to fall down. You yeah. Know? And then, but then you have to kind of, I don't know. I suppose you have to kind of find your own path, don't you, with it, and kind of, I don't really know. To be honest, it's... I th- I think it's a very, I mean, I guess it's quite a personal thing. I remember yeah. after I did my last Edinburgh show, where I talked a lot about sort of how I thought the Catholic Church wasn't that bad, and my own sort of, I wasn't sure if I was still an atheist and stuff like that. I was asked to write a couple of articles about being a Catholic, commit. You know, what's it like to to be a Catholic? And I sort of. I, I said no because it wasn't even like I. First of all, I didn't know if that's what I was, mm. and also I thought I don't want to, because I don't. Who the fuck? I don't know what I think. <laughs> I honestly don't know my own head. <laughs> like I went for a walk this morning, and I it took me fifty minutes to pick what pair of shoes to wear. <laughs> I've only got two pairs of shoes. Like this, it wasn't a decision. <laughs> and they're both black. <laughs> yeah, they're both, they're both black and they're covered in blood. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> But I, uh, but yeah, I, I, yeah. Sorry, I don't know if I'm being that clear with it. I think no, basically, no. I, it's not something that is uh, ever present in my life. But I definitely, um, I've, uh, I'm trying to keep, uh, I try and keep an open mind as best I can. Yeah, I think I'm the same. It, and again, like you said, it, it depends what sort of mood I'm in. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, do you know what? There is, there's, there's so much, there's energy and there's power and there's, there's something going on that we would never understand and. And then other days, I'm like, oh, it's all shit. You're full of shit. You can f- it depends how much sleep I've had, I guess. Yeah, like, I think you know. I really do think that as well. Like, I remember, like, you, th- I, I, you know, I met a lot of priests uh, and nuns growing up. Just that's, <laughs> that's the social circles I was okay. in. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, uh, the school I went to was a Catholic school. My secondary school. Okay. But it was like it was like a state it was a comprehensive mm. so they couldn't lay it on too thick. But there was still like a chaplain on site and uh he would occasionally sort of come around and you know you you know you'd see him at, at the big events, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Bit, he was at the big events. He was like Hugh Edwards, you know. <laughs> they wheeled him out for the big one. <laughs> the the summer fate he'd be there. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I, saw, I I remember vividly seeing him once like in a shop around the corner from the school buying loads like buying like two kit cats and eating <laughs> eating them as he walked or left the shop and i thought i, I for some reason i thought because in my head i think all priests and nuns all they think about all day is god god yeah. god god yeah, god, yeah, yeah. god all they've got in their head is god and you go no they're just fucking he's a bloke <laughs> he's 99 of his day is i just fucking want to eat curry and sit on my ass <laughs> He's just, you know, it's... Uh... I, yeah, I get that. I, I always think they just, yeah, they're always, when they're not 
when they, they just wake up in the morning straight on their knees praying and then yeah. they come out and then they tell us to pray and then they go back and then they pray some more. But yeah, sometimes they have a Kit Kat and just they just, <laughs> just we're uh, all just fucking I don't know we're all, we're all, just, just, we're all just, just going around, aren't we? We're just guessing. Everyone's guessing. <laughs> and when you meet someone that's so that, that's convinced that they've got the answers, you go, "Well, I don't want to be around this person." They've given off a really weird vibe. It's, no one's that sure. And if, if if anyone is, you go, "Nah, I'd, I'd rather not be around that person." You know? I yeah, I definitely feel. Uh, I definitely I'm almost a. Uh, I, I try and rid myself of any opinions I have on anything, <laughs> which I don't know if the, is the best way to live life moving forward. But I've, I've never had an opinion that's worked out well for me. No. So, <laughs> so I generally just try and try and bounce around and, and hope good things happen. And for the most part, I've been very lucky. So. You think, well, what I like is I, you see, I always make the mistake of, I, 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 I try and keep Twitter and things like that to just making jokes and, you know, having a bit of fun or talk about something that I like and then every now and again I'll make a comment on something and I'll just get shot down or I'll get the and I'm just like oh god what have I done this for why have I it's just better when I don't you know just and I think that's in life you know having a conversation around the table maybe you know you can you can chat about things but other than that keep your mouth shut <laughs> just yeah yeah I do uh yeah I mean I definitely think Twitter and stuff like that it's uh it's so te- it's so tempting sometimes to really go. I'm gonna. This is it. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm, gonna really. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tweet something incredible here, and it is gonna. I'm gonna find through that some f- sort of deliverance. <laughs> like <laughs> I am gonna reach a higher echelon of consciousness because of how brilliant I'm about to be. But it's just not. Uh, it's not built for that. No, no. <laughs> it's not built for that. <laughs> so. I do. Just, I, I just do, follow follow just, pictures of of carrots that shape like knobs and <laughs> and retweet when you've got a gig. <laughs> I did it yesterday. Someone made a joke about about Noel Gallagher and his music tastes, and then I he, and he said, "Oh God!" It was all and it was all like the Who and it was all this that and the other and and the guy went, "God, look!" He goes, "Look at this." Is the guy never? Is he doesn't he know that women sing? Has he never heard a woman sing? And I read that. I went, "Oh, you knobhead." So yeah. I put a picture up going um, of of uh, Noel with his band, and he's you know he's got a very you know, high flying birds, very diverse band. Hmm. And then and I left it. And I'm like, yeah, I'll be seen as a genius all over Twitter now. I go, look, I showed this guy what's for. And then and I look later on. I'm like, oh no, he said oh, I was joking. And then everyone else was like piling on me, going, he was joking, you fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, oh god. I just slid off. I just it's slid hard. away. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> it's really. I mean, it's it's a. Uh, it's it's a it's a swamp out there. Yeah, not just on there, everywhere. Already, people had <clears throat> people had stopped buying the toilet rolls again, and you're like, "Well, you've all, what happened to the last lot you had? You might you can't have gone through that already." I, it's it's it, it, you can't have gone through all that already. <laughs> were you the toilet roll police? <laughs> <laughs> Stood there with a clipboard. Listen, Gary, Maureen. Now I've been around your garage, and I know you're not working at the market, so I know you've got a lot of toilet roll left. I've been around your garage. I've been checking your bins. You've not been getting enough fibre in your diet to be shitting this much. <laughs> I, uh, I, fi- I find it, yeah, I find it. St- well, I guess it, it probably all comes back to that thing where, and I hate to fucking mention it, but I do feel like we're just, there's no leadership in this country. Like, mm. you do, that. this is a time when you need the government to like, they don't need to know what to do because how could they know what to do? Yeah. But can you at least like pretend? 
Just pretend. That's what the others are doing. <laughs> Everyone's blacking it. We've already said all, this. We're all blacking this, you fucking... <laughs> just tell us what you... Th- just tell us. And then we'll go, well, it's the government. They clearly know what they're doing. Yeah. But every, they kind of... It's also wishy-washy and, and they're worried about votes more than more than people's safety, it seems. So, so it's all this, well, you can, yeah, we've got, we want you to do this and do that. And Whereas Nicola Sturgeon, did you see her the other day? She's brilliant. Well, she's so she's so formidable and um well she's just fundamentally good at her job in a way that I just think they're they just, just think they I just think they're quite shit at their job. And I know that's yeah. like Captain Obvious, like, <laughs> and I'm sure there's people who go, oh, it's actually more complicated than that. But how much more complicated can it be? Like, maybe they're just really dumb and not that good at their job. Yeah, why can't that be a thing? Why can't it just be? Why can't that be a legitimate opinion? <laughs> it just seems to me they're like clowns. They're like, they're like they pretend to chuck water over you and it's paper. Yeah. You know, it's just they're just just bumbling around, and you're like, just mate, will you just? Well, it's fu- it's funny. We're, my wife is a Canadian. And we've been keeping up with what's going on over there and their reaction. And Justin Trudeau's their prime minister. Yeah, you know, he's mm. there's a lot of contradictions to that man, and he's n- far from perfect. And uh, you know that was kind of exposed last year, where there was a lot of shit in his past. Yeah. But the the way he's been speaking to the public over there, there's a sort of there's a there's a maturity to it. There's a trust to it. But there's a there's a kind of I I listen to him, and I think if I was in this country, I would at least feel like. There is a light at the end of this tunnel, mm. you know. We, we, there is, there are people who are working night on and day to to do what they think is the best job for this country. And I can't think that I've ever had that impression. No, I always get it's, it's always that. Whereas like, other other leaders are kind of like they're kind of like, look, we will get through this. We're going to do. We we are doing all we can. We mm. are in the same boat. It's affecting all of us on every level. We're doing what we can. Whereas in this country, it's like it's like it's still us and them. You know, it's still them on there. It's still the generals on the hill where they're just, just sending us off into battle <sighs> yeah. again. And you're like, yeah. you're not you're not listening. You're not. Be you're just as fucked as we are. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I really, I, it's probably not great podcasting, but I'm just, what can I say? I have absolutely no fucking idea. And I'm just. <laughs> None of us do. None I of just, us do. Uh, yeah, I, 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 f- I feel for the people who are really vulnerable and I, uh, I feel uh Grateful that we live in a country where there are a lot of people looking out for those people, even if they're not always in charge of the country. You know, yes, that's one thing. That's one thing I do think we should we should look at and we should be proud of is certainly early on into this, you couldn't you couldn't volunteer. There are a lot of places where you couldn't find places to volunteer because they were so oversubscribed. Yes, there were so many people trying to do things for other people. There were so many people volunteering at you know, food banks and at kitchens and yep. Uh, yeah, and that's a good thing. I mean, now I mean, I don't know if that's still the case. I suspect it isn't because you know things have changed a bit. But um, oh, it's sure. easy to get really down on Britain, and I get really down on it. But there's there's a lot of there's a lot of good people here. You just yes, you're just, you know what you're right. I think that's it. Are you, you, again, because sometimes the mood you're in, you kind of focus on the shit bits. But as you've yeah. just pointed out, yeah, sorry, there's still there's millions of people that are busting their asses to and and. 
yeah, I just, they, because they are great people. They're just like, I'm going to go and do my bit. You know, that's, I've never really thought about that before until right now. Well done. Let's see. I'm glad I had you on now. I get too caught up in the bollocks and well, looking that's, at the hey, shit. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I do as well. I do, I'm, I'm lucky. I've got a partner who is just apolitical for the most part. And I mean, she's just such a, she's a, she's such a great person and she's always trying to keep busy and help people. And, and I get, you know, I, I get sort of caught up in that, uh, sort of by osmosis. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's lovely. Um, you, that's, so where did you meet? Who, me and her? Yeah. We met, um, the problem is our, our, our origin story is, is, uh, it's too romantic. Which <laughs> um, uh, is what we need right now. This is what uh, we're talking about. We need that. I was on the last night of a lad's holiday in Portugal with Matt Ewins. Sounds romantic uh, already. Comedian. I mean, already. <laughs> already. Already. I mean, it's rose petals on the bed. <laughs> I was with uh, Matt Ewins and uh, Chris Quayle, who's a, who's oh, a comedy no, Chris, agent. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good guys. Really good guys. Yes. Old friends. And uh, on the last night I met her and she was on the last night of a holiday as well. And I told two massive lies. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I should say this on the podcast. but Have you told I, her first? I've fucking, yeah. Oh, right. Okay. okay. I told her. <laughs> well, I told, I told her because I was with two people who are cooler, more confident and probably better looking than me. So I told her that Matt Ewins was married and that Chris Quell was gay and neither of those were true. <laughs> and I don't know if even it was, I don't know if that's a nice thing to have done, <laughs> but it was, one the, it was one o'clock in the morning and I made my decisions and we now are very happily married. So... <laughs> well, it worked and, then. It was... It, it, well, I don't understand why you would say that though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think I was in a bad way. It had been a long week. And um, anyway, we met then, we, we hit it off. And then she was living in Spain at the time. And so we just did a bit of long distance for a, for a while and didn't know who the relationship was. And then uh, three years ago, almost to the day, three years ago, she j we just made the decision. She's like, I'm going to move to London. I think we should move in together. Wow. Knowing and knowing full well, this is probably a huge risk that will bite us in the arse uh and it didn't and uh, she took that leap of faith she, she took she took that leap of faith yeah that's amazing um see so she must have seen be beyond the lies she's like look beyond, <laughs> and that's all i'm asking the listeners of this to do just see beyond the lies okay this is meant to be about mental health okay i'm not proud of what we're I trying do. to work out why you did it <laughs> Um, <laughs> oh man! But do you feel so? You're you're very open with each other, very honest, and you know you're you sound like you've got a good thing going on. I think so. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, we she's I I I think we work. I think um, it's it's it's. I think it's like any other relationship, but I, you know, I. I She's just the best, as yeah. far as I'm concerned, and I think that's that's all you can hope for. Yeah, is that's, I mean that's all any person can hope for is to be married to the best person <laughs> that they that they've ever met. I mean, I can't really believe my luck, and it, you know, it might. We always say it might run out. 
<laughs> uh, I mean, we are that level of honest. But um, uh, it's it's been really amazing spending this much time with her over the six months. Yeah, that we've been locked down. That's nice. And, That's nice. You've got each other through this awfulness. You know, you're yeah in it together. That's really cool. Yeah, I th- I think so. I mean, it's. I, you know, I, it's it's yeah. You count your blessings at times like this. Yeah, I think you know, so. Yeah, you, you have to. Um, but I, I, I mean, I don't know what, what. I mean, you must feel the same. I don't know what you. Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Um, well, Jade and I are in this moment. Uh, we we love each other very much, but I think because we started in a weird way. Um, I think I think I think Jade's of a mind that she thinks. Because I've been in other in other relationships, I've been shit. I've not been good. I've been mm. with some wonderful people, and I haven't respected them because I I wasn't in the right place. I wasn't myself. I hadn't figured myself out. Mm. So I was still acting up and doing all these all manner of shit. And I met Jade, and then Jade was like, "Right, I know what you're like, and if this is to p- proceed, you need to go and sort yourself out because this shit ain't gonna fly." Because mm. I know you're decent underneath, but you're doing all this other shit. So I went away and sort myself out. Well, I think Jade, I think sometimes Jade can't believe how good it is because we get on really well when we get on. Mm. And I think Jade sometimes thinks this is too good to be true. He's going to fuck it up. <laughs> and, mm. like, and I spend most of my time going, I'm not going to fuck this up. I'm not. I'm not going to fuck it up. And she's like, I don't believe you. You <laughs> fucked it up before. I'm like, yeah, but I'm not that guy. I think that's where we're at in a minute. We're, like our counsellor said, she said, you're both at that point in your relationship where you're like, right, I'll be going all in with this. Because that, that you know, yeah. you know that this because this is this is this is going to this is going to work, or you just leave each other alone and go your separate ways, and that's where we're at at the minute. So we had we had a massive Barney on the way here, actually. All <laughs> oh, right, I'm glad I brought yeah. it up. <laughs> we're just at that stage where every we just annoy each other. We I know we love each other dearly, very much so, and. But we every we just keep triggering each other. Like she'll say something, and I'm like, well, "Why are you patronising me?" And she's like, "Why are you snapping at me?" And then it, it explodes. I, I think it's. I mean, yeah. it, I think it's one thing is because my wife isn't a comedian or uh, in the entertainment industry at all, or even if I'm brutally honest, a fan of my comedy. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> it is like I we're always like at least professionally. We're we're so apart from each other. Yes. That we're never that that's never a thing. You know, we're we're both fighting our own battles. We're both, you know, passionate about our work. We work pretty hard and um but they are separate entities and so we can we can kind of, you know, talk about our work mm. on our own terms. We don't have someone... I, I think if there's two comics together, I think that's really... I'm, I think that's a unique challenge. Oh, God, yeah. Um, yeah. It is, and it, and sometimes we'll, we'll be arguing and, and there'll be talk about... It's, you know, we, you try and have a go at each other and, and she'll be like, well, it's because I'm more successful. And I'm like, oh, fuck off. Yeah, yeah. And it isn't that at all. It's just you, you want to just say horrible things. And it, but that's the thing as well. Yeah, you know, yeah. we, don't, we don't, there's no resentment or anything else. Like we're both doing things and we're both proud of yeah, each other. Yeah, You know, I think it's more, it, it, like you say, you're both, it, it, it's, we, I recognise the stresses in this industry. And I think sometimes we don't talk about them. We just lash out. And, and I think you know, as well, Knowing the stresses of this industry means that if you're talking to anyone, it doesn't have to be a partner, you you probably know the ways that you can just 
twist it <laughs> because <laughs> like if you really wanted to like if you were in a relationship you know that's why i'm lucky i'm lucky with my you know if me and my wife ever get in an argument i don't tell her about the shit gigs no. <laughs> you know she thinks i'm she thinks i'm doing much better than i am <laughs> i'm not going to give her that ammunition in a fight <laughs> uh, it's just i've yeah i'm i now i'm at the point where i'm just like babe what, we're fucking this up come on this yeah, is really yeah. good it's really good I, I, I mean, I, I try and view it like, I mean, look, me, we've been okay recently, but we, we had a, you know, I guess it'll be as open as I can. And the other night we had a chat, we were like, I think it's getting a bit, not stale, but like it's, every relationship I think ebbs and flows. Yes. But the fact is, this is, this is crazy. The fact that any relationship could survive this. Oh God, yeah. Is, insa- is insanity to me. And I try and, you know, we say this to each other. We go like, there's a lot stronger marriages, a lot stronger couples than us who have probably broken up yeah. over what's happening in the world. Uh, it's Yeah. And it's difficult to, like you say, yeah, of course, you're together a long time. Things get a bit stale here and there and you, and you, you sort of, you don't really know how to... Sort of you know, re-energize those areas. I think the thing with Jade and I, we went full on. As soon as we started dating, we went full on, and so it's a very difficult. You kind of go, well, how do we spice this up now? We've done all the spicy things. You kind of, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. You're going to have some vanilla and go and wander yeah, around yeah. IKEA for a bit. You know, it's, well, it's. I think that's really hard as well because you, you can't at the moment you can't do anything really you no can't go anywhere you can't it's like you said you can't plan it go well i'm gonna plan a romantic weekend in paris or whatever you go well, you fucking what type of romantic weekend is that two weeks in lockdown <laughs> like, <laughs> hey babe i booked a tw- t- two weeks quarantine <laughs> um, but, uh, but you've got someone to talk to though that's and, oh, and can you and can you you know some you know you have days where you're like sometimes you don't even know why you're down you kind of like I just I just need to I just feel down I don't know why uh, yeah and that's one thing that she she's never really had that my wife I think she's she's such a I mean she's just such a go getter and she just loves life on a way that I always wished I I, I think I do I mean I I think I said this I've said this in my stand up like I do look at her and think I wish I you're the person I, w- I I thought I could have been in many ways because mm. she's just she gets out there and she just grabs everything that life throws at her. Um, but it is that thing where I think uh, definitely, uh, funnily enough, I think a couple of weeks ago, when you asked me to do this, I was really, I was having one of those you know, mm. there's a week where it felt like there's it's like lead hanging off you, and I, yeah. I wake up and I go, well, this what is what is my life? What is everything going on? And I felt like I, it was easier for me to not feel like that before because you just move so quickly in normal life. Yeah. But um, I, I try and talk to her about it. And uh, and I think she, I, I do wish I was better at, at opening up to her about it. Yeah. Uh, because I think it upsets her when I don't. Uh, I, don't yeah. think, I don't think I, I don't think I'm always the best at saying to her, this is just how I you just have to just let it play out sometimes. Yes. Because eventually something will come up and I'll feel a bit better. Um, but again, that's, that's, I guess it's, it's, that's what it's a relationship. It's like a, it's a constant negotiation and you have to meet halfway sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm not yeah. always the best at, sometimes I let, you know, I, I go too much my own way and sometimes I don't go enough. Uh, but 
this week, you know, I, I could feel myself climbing out of that, which is always a nice feeling. I think when you can, when you've, when you, when you've been in a rut and you're, you know, you get up and there's just a, it's just a bit more spring in my step at the moment. Oh, lovely. That's nice. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. I mean, I, again, I've, I've generally been okay. I've been able to keep busy. I've had stuff to occupy my time and my mind and I've, yeah, I've got good people around me. Uh, that's cool. That's not. Yeah. I see. I get messages from people on here all the time, just like you know, just saying like it's it, 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 the the darkness is just debilitating, and they're like, I'm like, I totally get it. And sometimes you're lying there going, Why am I feeling this way? I feel everything's you know, regardless of how the world is on fire, and you know, we don't know what yeah. what's going to happen one day to the next. But on the whole, I'm like, No, I'm all right. You know, Jade and I could be better, but we're working on it. My lads are fine. You know, I've got, I, I exist. That's one thing that, and I know that sounds wishy-washy and, I don't know, a bit odd, but I, the fact that we exist blows my mind and that we're aware that we exist. And I'm sometimes I'm like, oh, why am I spoiling this with worrying about other stuff when I'm alive? And it sound, I know that sounds yeah, yeah. mad, the way I'm saying it. I can't really... No, I, know, I think I know myself. exactly, I think I know exactly what you mean. It's... It's it's sort of too much to deal with, and I do funny enough think that's why stuff like religion and and all these you know not necessarily religion but other things come in to play with people's lives because it's just how the how how are you how is the human brain meant to cope with the fact that I was an ape and now I've got clothes yeah. and an email address and I'm on a rock that's flying through space and Donald Trump's the president. Uh, what am I meant to do with this? <laughs> it's true. And I, 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 I just, I'm just, I'm like, wow, it was a million to one shot that I would exist. And now I'm here and I'm lying on my bed worrying because I've not got this certain record or, I've, or I'm not, I don't know, I haven't got enough money or something, but the fact that I'm here, I think what it is, is society, we've talked about this before, it's the framework of society says, right, you must fit into this in order for you to be a decent citizen. Yeah, and none yeah. of us fit into that. And that's why we're all depressed and going and going off of our heads and thinking that we're all mentally ill. Yeah, it's funny that. And I also think that that is another thing why stand-up comedy was so special to the people involved in stand-up comedy. I think because I don't know about you, but I somewhat felt like making a living as a stand-up is like, I've, I've cheated the system here. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I'm doing all the things that I'm meant to be doing. I'm paying my tax. I'm paying my rent. But I'm having fun and I'm with my yeah. mates. And, yeah. like, and I think knowing that, oh, I'm going to have to be I'm gonna to have to become one of those other ones. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh oh no. no! I'm gonna to have to go and do. Oh dear! I know we were very lucky. Oh, we yeah. will be again. But yeah, but I'm doing. I've got. A, I'm doing the part-time work at a, a t-shirt printing shop. With, uh, Is that right? Yes, and I love it. And the guys, they can't get their heads around it. They're like, Richie, but you don't want to be doing this. I'm like, no, I know I don't want to be doing it, but I really like doing it. And. I just like doing it. I just like What's, what sort of t-shirt? Sorry if you've talked about this before. No, no, no. Right. What um, sort of t-shirts do you print? Well, you've got like the, you know, like the tattoo designs that are very sort of trendy at the minute. Not trendy, but they're around, and they do that SOS clothing, and so they've got oh. all, they, all their own designs. And and Mark and Stacey, they're really good lads. I, I met them through uh, Stu Whiffin and doing my podcast and their podcast, and yeah, it's a nice little groove of people, really cool. And I happen to jokingly say, look, if you need anyone, give me a shout, because I, I, I need some dosh. 
And they went, well, do you want to come and just help us out? I'm like, yeah. That's great. But I do, I, yeah, it's not, even even that isn't, it doesn't feel like a, a proper job. Like, you know, I get up in the morning, I go against the traffic. So I'm not even stuck in traffic. It's the yeah. other way. And then I'm done at four. And then, and the lads are just, you know, they're, they're just good lads. And it just, even that feels like I'm getting away with it, you know? But that's, that's brilliant. I was doing some bar shifts uh, earlier in the summer. Yeah. And since the gigs have come back, I've, I've not had to do that. I was doing it. I mean, I'm lucky. My wife works, works for a brewery and they were running like an open, but they had like warehouse sort of beer gardens throughout the summer and they needed staff. And I would do a few of those because uh, I've done a bit of bar work before. And it was, it was odd because cause, cause it is, stand-up really spoils you, you know? Yeah, oh, like, It really spoils you. And so I was like, first hour, I was like, I don't want to fuck it. I want to fucking, would you wipe the table? <laughs> I am the table. <laughs> I'm, f- <laughs> I'm normally still on I, the table. It's like, I'm the fucking king of this table. No, who wants me to wipe it down? <laughs> but I... I, I thoroughly loved it. Like I did, I did a few shifts and like, I just really enjoyed it. Yeah. I, re- I really enjoyed it. Cause it's, it's, it is a bit like standup, you know, it's personable and you know, the, the jobs are simple enough, but you, you know, I guess in a weird way, you're giving joy to people and yeah, in a yeah, strange yeah, yeah. way. And it's, it's, it's mad really. I, I, I always was, it's a, it's, it, it's a funny thing with stand-up because I do think people get addicted to the lifestyle. I think people get addicted to the to the to the feelings and the and the and the pampering and the adulation. Yes. But I I I you know there there are a lot of very very happy lives to be led away from this entire industry. Yes. And I try and keep that in mind. Absolutely. Because uh, it's you know it's a real chance that. I'm gonna to have to find one of those. You know, <laughs> we don't know. We don't know no. when we're gonna come back. But I do. From the, this is the one thing I've got from this. Just doing this podcast, I now am in touch with some wonderful people that I have conversations with. That they're just great people, and I wouldn't have met them if it hadn't been for comedy because I wouldn't be doing this. And oh so, no, hundred percent. Yeah. 100%. So there's great people that I've met. There's this uh, guy called Steve Priest, lovely guy. We talk about music. There's a uh, Catherine. Kane what a name! Can I just Steve say what? Priest. What a name, yeah. Steve Priest. And he's a lovely guy as well. Um, and we, yeah. So Steve Priest and Catherine Kane and just a load of people that support the podcast. And so there's almost like a community that's like building up. It's I mean, nice. I sent. I think I sent you a message a few, um, a couple months ago. About this, because I was going on my, I started running during lockdown. Yes. I'm that, I'm that guy. <laughs> and I was listening to this podcast as I was running and I, and I just sort of was compelled to send it to you because I was like, it, it, I always, I always feel like I'm above, <laughs> I'm such a fucking ego in it. When you go like, oh, well, I'm a, you know, these things go, oh yeah, it's really, it's helping me. Like podcasts helping me. I'm always like, I'm above all that. Okay. I don't need a podcast to help me. But genuinely, I mean, I, I don't know how whether this is a nice thing to hear or not but like i re- i re- i listened to a few of your episodes and it really leveled me out i oh, feel nice man yeah i think it's a cool. great because it's mental health but it's like it's it's good it's good it's the, it's a good mental health one yeah well it's more about doing i've said this before but it's more about yeah. talking about it in a way that isn't just listing our ailments and 
and stuff. It's literally just people telling their stories and talking about things, and then other people listen and go, oh, yeah, I think that. Oh, good. Yeah, oh, good. Yeah, Someone yeah. else thinks that. So I'm not weird then. Yeah, I remember listening to a few, and, you know, whatever gets you through is at the end of the day, whatever gets you through with it is, is good with me. But I remember a couple of the... When, when uh, mental health became, like, a thing, a, mm. a big thing like it is now, there were a lot of, like, articles and podcasts and stuff, and I would listen to them and read them and... The general vibe always seemed to be like, it's okay if if you're depressed. Like, mm. it's it's okay. It's, and I thought like, I don't want to. I don't want to hear that because <laughs> yeah. I don't find it okay. It's fucking ruining my life. <laughs> like, I need to. And I like this show because I think it also is like. It is shit. <laughs> like it's fucking shit. Stop saying it's okay. It fucking it's sucks not dick, and you have to fucking do anything in your power to fucking just to get. But because you can beat it, you can fight it. Yeah, you it's can. Just, it's just hard. And it's just. And I, um, what I like about this as well, you can. It's the language as well. We speak in a way that because this is how I talk, and sometimes I swear. People swear. And it, you know, it, it's 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 doing it in that way that isn't Radio Four. You know, it's not all clipped clipped vowels and and now here's the weather. You know, it's like that's it's, a really good way of putting it. And yeah. it's not not disparaging on Radio Absolutely Four. Absolutely not. Like, no disrespect. But like, to them I at know. All. It, yeah, that's 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 a good way of, of putting it. Real people. We're not. We're Radio One Extra. <laughs> <laughs> this is pirate radio, man. This, this is, is this is radio radio laser Caroline out on the oceans. This is Lightning FM. <laughs> Do you know what Lightning FM is, by the way? I've laughed and I've gone, yeah, but no, what is it? I don't know. I was asking if you just. No, because I laughed because I'm like, oh, it must be another pirate radio thing. I'm shouting I, now. I think it is pirate radio, but I was, I, was dri- I was driving around a few weeks ago and I just I was putting on the radio on different channels and Lightning FM came up. I'd be fascinated if anyone listening could send me a message. And it was really cool. I think it was like a dub reggae station. Uh, really, oh. really fun. But like, it was so weird, like listening to radio adverts that are like so. I wouldn't say off grid, but it's like I've never heard a radio advert like that. Because some of radio ads to do, it's all like vans. Yeah, <laughs> but they're advertising yeah. like vans or insurance or you know, it's and this was like rave weekends in the Gambia, <laughs> like tickets. And I thought well, that's that's great. You don't get that on Talk Sport. I know. I love that. Every time I don't know if it's, it used to be when you'd come out if you'd go from uh, south to north through the Blackwall Tunnel. When you came out the other side, clearly there was a radio station in one of the tower blocks as you came out. And mm. it would you'd go from wherever you were listening to, to Radio X, to, to, to now you're listening to this this dub, uh, drum and bass, or whatever it was. And the guy, it was brilliant. I used to look forward to coming out the other side. to just, just this guy just talking to his mates through this through this thing and now then, now then, now then. And you're like, oh, what? This is great. I love that. But I yeah, I love the fact that people are still doing it. I, I was about to say that. Isn't that a brilliant thing? It's still... It's still going, and yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, not, uh, what is ever going to kill radio? I don't I just wonder that because I think uh, if it isn't dead now, it will never die. <laughs> Producer yeah. Paul just sent me a thing. Uh, I've got, I've got it's so professional in it. This is the first time doing it from Producer Paul's uh, studio. Oh. Normally we do it via Zoom. He just sent me a link on the on the screen. It's in front of me. Uh, Lightning FM is a British online radio station that plays hip hop, soul, reggae, independent soul, and soulful house. Its team of DJs includes Dixie, DJ Harvey, and DJ Inspector. Now that is wicked. DJ Inspector. <laughs> he goes around <laughs> inspecting like... the rest of them. <laughs> 
I'm the DJ inspector. <laughs> got a lanyard and a clipboard. <laughs> got, to, got, to, got to check Craig Charles's gums. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty worn, man. They're pretty worn. What have you been doing? But if it's, a, if it's an online radio station, why was I getting it in my... 2006 Honda Jazz. <laughs> don't know. Like they must have some sort of AM frequency, some in maybe, London or something. Maybe. maybe. But that's that's uh, Lightning FM, and so all to anyone anyone listening to this uh, from Lightning FM, uh, get in touch. <laughs> yeah, to I I, ge- I genuinely would love uh, a free weekend <laughs> raving in the forest of Gambia. Like, fucking great. That sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! But you, but you, <laughs> I want to do. We should light an FM. I didn't even know about this. Does he, I learn something new from every episode? Do you think we? I mean, what are you about to say? We should get a show online. I don't FM. think. I don't think their I, listeners would dig us. I don't know if. Uh, I think you'd be okay. I, I think I am absolutely. <laughs> Well, it's it's four a.m. It's Lightning FM. Sean McLaughlin here. It's that's right. It's time for another Bell and Sebastian B-side. <laughs> you never know. You might be you might be introducing something new to the masses. Something uh, well, bringing a bit. Music's of music at the end of the day, isn't true. it? True. It is true. I love music, but do you err on the side of sort of melancholy when it comes to As, the music? When um, I always did. That was my default growing up. Mm. And then actually I um I try to avoid all that stuff now. Yeah. I think it I think it, I think I was too I think it was a I don't think it was a, a problem for me in my twenties, but I do think a lot of the depression and lows I had throughout my twenties. I I mean it I put it this way, it didn't help. You no. know. <laughs> like I'm, well, si- I'm, si- I'm sitting in a dark room and I'm listening. You see, I'm sitting in a dark room listening to Radiohead. What? Why am I so sad? <laughs> well, I remember I went through my goth stage and I was into the mission and when uh, uh, I sort of got into the damned, but I, not I'd seen them. Uh, they were mm. the first band I ever saw, but it was when they started their goth sort of stage. So, yeah, there was a lot of darkness around then, you know, Sisters of Mercy and things like that. But I always had. I mean, I, and I, I love that music. And it, it wasn't necessarily mm. depressing, though. That's the thing. It's not, you know, some of it's quite, it's uh, epic, some of it. Yeah, you know, yeah. Rather well, than sort of depressing. That's what I think about, like, uh, the Smiths. I mean, the 80s in particular, I think there was a lot of that stuff. It was, on the surface, really sad, dour music. But you can dance to it. Yeah. They play it in nightclubs and in discos. Yes. So it doesn't make any... Sense. No, no, no exactly. What is this? When they talk about, yeah, they talk about the Smiths yeah. being depressing, and you're like, no, this charming man is an f- absolute banger, and I, yeah, I dare that's a anyone floor to stand filler. <laughs> Like it's a legitimate wedding, like, <laughs> like your fucking idiot uncle, fucking dancing like a lemon to the Smiths. Exactly, yeah, and yeah, the lyrics yeah. as well. The lyrics are there's a lot of love in the lyrics. Like mm. they, you know, there is like never goes out. Is it's one of the greatest love songs ever written. And it's it, beautiful, you know, and yeah. it's I think. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I do try. To, I've said this before. I do try and avoid too much melancholy. But what's happened now is because I was a fan of Level Forty Two in the eighties in my sort of formative years. They're just there, and and sometimes they're not. They're not cool. Unfortunately, <laughs> no disrespect to Mark King and the boys, but some of the sometimes I'll play it and people are really listening to this for. <laughs> it's in me now. It's in my yeah, DNA. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, <laughs> I mean, I think I, 
I, I, I, I've got away from it now, but I, there was definitely a couple years for a while where it was hard to be a Kings of Leon fan because people didn't realise that they used to be fucking My, genuinely good. Yes. <laughs> and because they became so crap so quickly. <laughs> and I just wanted to go, no, you idiots. The, f- <laughs> the first two, they were genuinely a good band. First two, first two, I will rave about, rave about those forever. But Sex on Fire can get in the sea. What? Yeah, put, oh. <laughs> fucking put an anvil on it. Even, um, <laughs> even they don't like it. Even they don't like it. No, yeah. no, no. I don't know. It's a shame. Bemoaning it in their in their $10 million house. Or <laughs> yeah. Oh, damn this song. Chuck another seal on the Barbie. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, look, I, don't, I try not to think about cool and all that anymore. With, I mean, I do feel like I'm out of that world I mean, I, I just don't think I... Like, my favourite... If I was to think about which band I probably listen to more than any other band in the world, certainly over the last 18 months, by a mile, and I know this because it's on my Spotify, like, it's the statistics show, by a mile, it's... You know that band, The Cars? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they're particularly cool. Like, they certainly haven't had, like, a renaissance the way that... No. Queen and the others have. But I think it's like, this is really great rock, like, there's sort some of great new stuff wave punk, sort of poppy. Uh, that's, that's my, I'll die on that hill. I don't give, <laughs> I'll die on that hill with your aunt, with all of your aunts <laughs> and the creepy guy from the fun fair. Like, that's, I'm with them. The cars are one of the great bands of, of, of the 80s. Yeah. I love the cars. I love the cars and I will stand proud with my love of Level 42 forever. You should, you should. I, I, I've got nothing but ad- admiration and they yeah. do, th- that's the thing, when I'm feeling a bit shit, I put on, I put on Standing in the Light, uh, the, 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 I think it's their third album. I th- I don't, it just brings me joy. That's all you need. I mean, I, my uh, wife, who I sorry I keep talking about no. but as literally the only other thing in my life for six months. <laughs> I guess I will. She's what you would call on the sur- she's a, she's a basic she's a liar she's hoodwinked me because when I first met her she's got loads of cool tattoos and she's got like dark black hair and she was wearing a Ramones t-shirt Mate. and I thought you are the fuck I just thought you're the coolest person I've ever met I cannot wait to tell uh, tell you that my friend is gay but he's not uh, <laughs> and then. And then now it's like the further you go into the relationship. I walked in the other day. I've been shopping, right? She's listing full blast Celine Dion. <laughs> and I was like, this is, this is like, this is grounds for divorce as far as I'm <laughs> yeah, concerned. What is this? <laughs> what? <laughs> you fucking catfished me here. <laughs> all of her, all of her tattoos are cool. just rubbed off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all just, just, it's just Jack and Rose from Titanic. <laughs> There's a yeah. wig on, the, on, a, on a mannequin. <laughs> Oh no, you're home early, babe. I'm like, oh. what is this? <laughs> oh, you were using me to get into the country. I knew it. <laughs> oh man, but are you? All, but are you? Are you all right? In in, in the great scheme of things, I know that's a massive question. Oh but man, are you? Are you holding? Are you holding on, f- mate? Who the fuck knows, mate? <laughs> I look. I I. I'm all right, man. Yeah. I mean, fucking, I'm all right. I'm I'm lucky. I'm I'm I'm. I try not to think about what was lost. That's the main thing. Is I yeah. think there was I I I didn't dwell on it too much, but I think the scale of how long this has all gone on for and that, because you know it was going to be a good year, and I was going to go back to Edinburgh Fringe, and I had a lot of a mate. You know, mm. career wise, it was going to be a 
you know, I, it looked like it was going to be a, a pretty, pretty yeah. good go of it. Um, but that stuff could all yet happen. It could still happen. Yeah, um, I think it will. And you know, I have a I have a wife I love, and I have a flat that's okay, and I, you know, I have a bit of savings. Yeah, and I ha- I can just get, I there are jobs I can get. There are the yeah, I'm fine. I mean, what, what it's mm. not. I'm not the. I'm not the best I'll ever be, but what are you going to? No one is. This is. This is. <laughs> I think that's it. I think anyone who's in their peak, like anyone who's in their prime right now, you've got to get get DJ Inspector over there because there's something <laughs> wrong with them. <laughs> but, yeah. but every day, every day, I I read stories. You, know, you see dozens of things. You, you're aware of thousands of millions of people who are just who would love to be where, you know, love to be in the position that I'm in and whatever happens, happens. Yeah. You know, whatever happens, it's, it's. But it's like you you said, it's looking around at what you do have. If you're lucky enough, kind of go, okay. Yeah, because we can spend too much time on, like you say, stuff that's lost and stuff that, you know, we could, we we, were working towards and blah, blah, blah. But you kind of take a moment, look around and go, oh yeah, actually, you know, this is cool. This is, yeah, all right. We're not getting on, but we will. And, you know, yeah, it's one of those things with the gigs coming back helped because I, you know, it's a bit of money, and I, but that was always the worry. It's, it's just money at the end of the day. It's yeah. If you take away money worries, there isn't that. I don't think there's that much. It's always the hardest thing to worry about, mate. It is that I find money is the honestly. I know it's the, you know the root of all evil, but it really is. Mm. And it's not even that I want loads. I just want some, just so I don't have to mm. worry about it. That's that's it. Mm. You know? It's um uh but I'm you know, I'm all right. Yeah. And it's and or at least it's usually my happiness is usually within my my own hands, I think. Yes. I think it's yeah. usually like, am I eating well? Am I getting enough sleep? Am I, you know, yeah. looking after myself? The usual and it's oh, I don't know. <laughs> Who the fuck? Just uh, I mean, genuinely, you could do this, we could have had this chat tomorrow. And I'd be like, yeah, I'm fucking, I'm great. I'm a Hindu now. And <laughs> and I've taken out a 50 grand load and I've put it all into a new carpet shop. So <laughs> it's like, I, don't, I don't know. It just, it just vary from day to day. <laughs> but I, it is, uh, oh God. there's a lot of, um, you know, I get to chat to you and, yeah. you know, it's, I, I, yeah, I do, I do miss, I just miss society. I miss going into a cafe and not, Having my temperature checked, oh, yeah, I know. And, and going yeah. to a film and not feeling like I've killed five old people in the process. But <laughs> yeah, that's what are it. Yeah, do? I, that, I think that's it. I found myself a couple of times going, oh, you know, I used to be able to just pop out and maybe go to a record shop, and which I can do. But now you're like, yeah, but you, you know, you got to be, you got masks on, and and then there's the fear, and it, it just feels different. So it's, it's not very comfortable being out sometimes. So I end up just sitting indoors, you know, and yeah. It's, I thought, yeah, yeah, I thought. I mean, do you? How are you feeling at the minute? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm the same. I'm, I'm the same. I think I just it goes day to day. Sometimes I'll wake up and I'll be fine. I'll be like, oh, you know, we just got to get on with it. And then other times I'm like, oh, what's the point? What's the fucking point? And then, and then I have to physically say to myself, and I do out loud. I kind of go, well, look, your boys are fine. You're you exist. 
Come on, you know, you exist. This is a mad you old exist. thing. You exist, man. Yeah. That should be enough, but obviously it's not. You've cause... you've outlasted Woolworths. <laughs> <laughs> Blockbuster Video. Blockbuster Video came and went in my lifetime. That Who is... would have ever <laughs> thought that? Your I'm like, stuff, your rich. stuff. I know. Would you have ever imagined that? I'm fucking, I'm outlived Blockbuster. I know. <laughs> Who'd have thought? Because when Blockbuster turned up, we thought that was it. We thought that was it. There was going to be nothing else. And there then you, are, you know. Yeah, and now, and now it's been and gone. It's been and gone. Yeah. I mean, what, what, what next? <laughs> these things that you be, that are part of your life and you just think they'll always be there Woolworths was that was everywhere when I was a kid it was it was they didn't know what they were selling half the time I'm sure <laughs> they didn't no you just stumble across a corner of things you go well what why have they got that? It was like it was like a precursor to the to the, the middle aisle of Lidl, isn't it? It's like yeah, Woolworths yeah, were yeah. doing that years ago. You know, you yeah, go, yeah. Right, I need a pencil case. <laughs> I need this. Oh, look, a stepladder and a canoe. <laughs> what is that? I, I remember Woolworths went down. I mean, I don't know how we've got to this conversation. Very sorry. <laughs> if I feel like I'm really, uh, I don't think I'm running a tight ship here as a guest, and I'm very sorry about that. But that I, um, what's that? the only thing people remember about Woolworths, and the only thing I remember is pick and mix. Wow. That's the main thing. It was like pick and mix. It was the pick and mix place. And you think, is pick and mix. Was it that so popular at one point that it justified three massive shops in every high street in Britain? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it. Well, obviously, you could get school school uniform in there. Um, I think there was enough in there to, to keep the kids distracted while Mum wandered off to get what she needed to get. Now, maybe she was just having a break. Maybe that it was like, look, this is a really cheap babysitter. I'll leave them in front of the toys and I'll bugger off around the other side mm. and just sit down for a minute. And just go, oh, fine. Yeah, I uh, just question things. It was easy to it was easy to nick records out of Woolworths. Well, it seemed like it was easy to nick everything. I mean, <laughs> I, had, I had friends who I never did this because I was too much of a weak. I was too weak, and I just knew I'd get caught. But I had mates every day would go and steal stuff from Woolworths. So much stuff. The record. And they were the they were the first people who were like, oh, it's a shame it's closed. I go, what's your fucking... <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, it's your fault. <laughs> so I even talked about it in my set. I'm like, they were like, you know, we're stacking the shelves, we're not making a bean. I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'll tell you what, Sean, this has been lovely. Thank you so much for coming on. I've really oh, no enjoyed worries, it, man. man. I it's, hope it's been... It's I been excellent. We've, we've covered all sorts and, and solved nothing. <laughs> That's what I like. Well, yeah, I mean, what is there to solve, isn't it? Yeah, we haven't got answers, mate. We're just flapping in the breeze as, well, as, as, as everybody else is. So, you know, where, where can we find you online? Um, well, uh, well, hopefully lightningfm.com. I mean, if I things would... go my way. <laughs> Lighting FM, if you are, if anyone's listening or connected to them, listen. We have not, we we mean them. No, we're not taking the piss. We absolutely I, adore like, you. I genuinely think they're great. I like genuinely. They're still on my radio in my car. I listen to them all the time. Brilliant. Um, I'm uh, I'm on all the regular stuff. I've got Twitter at Sean McLaughlin. I've got oh, just I don't know. Look it up, but like my name's hard to. Sp I've got the third choice spelling of first and surname. Well, so don't don't bust your balls. <laughs> like if you don't find me the first couple of times, don't you're not missing that much. Well, I sent I sent I sent it to producer Paul because he emails everybody to sort because he can sort out the times, 
And I put an extra G in. <laughs> and he's like, this doesn't exist. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. So I put MCG. Oh, uh, right. Uh, yeah. McGlo- I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, I've, always, I've always wondered how much that's affected. I mean, in my dark hours, I'm always like, that's the thing that fucking ruined my career. My, fucking, <laughs> my dad's fucking shit Irish name. Like. <laughs> you could have been a contender, but... <laughs> I could have been. Why? But why? At least Sean Locke, like, it's just the lock. Yeah. I've got stuff either side. I've got McLaughlin, like, it's... It's, it's not even Locke. It's, it's the, <laughs> the Gaelic <laughs> spelling of Locke is even... It's yeah. Pathetic. We'll find you, um, that way. But this has been lovely. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, genuinely. Thank you, Rich. Thank and you, um, uh, I mean this. It's a, it's a great show. This I don't listen to that many. I listen to this. I really, uh, I'm, I'm really. I hope, uh, I hope that I'm able to not ruin it, mate. Uh, you have... I am a genuine fan. Oh, that means more than you know. Thank you so much, mate. I really appreciate it. Time. Produced by Paul Daniels at pauldaniels.tv. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Made by darkhorsedigital.co.uk Shooting, live streaming and podcast production.